0: Hello everyone and welcome to The Bootstrap Founder. My name is Avid Karl and I talk about bootstrapping, entrepreneurship and building in public. Today I'll talk about what bootstrappers can expect from a future full of systems like ChatGPT. We'll talk about the good, the bad and the unexpected. The wave of AI tools is just building up, somewhere in the very, very blue ocean. We better get ready for the tsunami that will hit us once all of this becomes a mainstream part of building a business and that brings me to the sponsor of today's episode i've got another question for you why did the business owner open a store at the bottom of the ocean they wanted to liquidate their assets (laughs) Uh, yeah sorry (laughs) speaking of assets Do you have enough operating cash to make it through to the next month? Enter Pinto Financial. They will streamline your bookkeeping, your forecasting and cash flow, but they don't stop there. Pinto takes it to the next level, providing custom video-based monthly reports so you always know where you stand. Think of them as your financial lifeline, guiding you through the choppy waters of business financial management. So if you're ready to navigate these waters with confidence, visit usepinto.com learn to learn more about how Pinto Financial can help you build profitably. Don't let your cash flow drift away. Choose Pinto Financial and let's make waves together. Alright, let's get back to our main topic today. Everybody in the indie founder community is talking about ChatGPT. Some founders discover how powerful it is as a writing tool and others have it built their products. And then some entrepreneurs are even building businesses on top of OpenAI's conversational chat-based AI. Beyond that, it's also a meme now. Everyone is talking about how everyone is talking about it. It's taking the business world by storm. And where there's change, there is also opportunity and risk potentially, massive risk. So a warning here. Just like most of the things that ChatGPT hallucinates, none of what I will talk about here is the factual absolute truth. It's future talk, a prediction at best. I've seen a few things come and go, and I believe that what follows is a likely scenario, but it is a prognosis nonetheless. And another thing. While I talk about ChatGPT specifically here, we'll see new versions and variations show up over time. I'm referring to the whole lot, all of them, not just what we get to work with right now. So let's gaze into the crystal ball. Here's what a future with ChatGPT will very likely mean for you as an indie founder, your business and the reality of your customers. The first thing, congratulations. You just found a co-founder that never sleeps. No matter how much you involve ChatGPT in your life, it will always be available. Where downtime windows excluded, but conversational AI will soon be as ubiquitous as the internet already is today. And while it is already a two sided chat, it will soon become much more than that. Once ChatGPT becomes an agent that can interact with the live internet through reading or posting to websites, making calls, or moving files around, you will have a digital demon ready to do your bidding, anything it could possibly do for you within milliseconds of you uttering your wishes, immediately. As OpenAI rolls out their plug-in ecosystem, more and more ChatGPT-powered tools will remove obstacles from our days. From personal scheduling, through negotiating and booking customer interviews, to helping you solve business strategy problems, you'll likely always check in with ChatGPT first. The interesting challenge will be to learn where and when ChatGPT cannot be relied upon. The conversational AI is effectively gaslighting you, it's a gaslighting machine, it's trained to create believable and convincingly detailed responses to any questions you might ask, which means that you will need to be careful with anything the system tells you to do. At some point, you'll need to involve an actual human being to ensure you're not just blindly following the whisperings of the ghost in the machine. And that will be the defining competency of a whole generation, judging the commands and the results of an interaction with conversational AI systems. It's like how we grew up to be good on the Internet, to understand things natively that will happen with AI too. It's a skill, just like using Google. Using ChatGPT is just another skill, so don't miss out on it. Those who ignored search engine optimization now struggle to keep up with being visible on the internet. Even if you learn just the basics of SEO, you'll quickly outrank those who don't. Conversational AI, and AI in general, will be just the same. Understand that it is a tool that facilitates the transformation of data. It's an always-on assistant, that's effectively free and growing more powerful daily. Why would you not learn to use such a powerful tool? One thing is obvious, though. Things will change incredibly fast. They already do. Barely four months have passed between ChatGPT's release in November 2022 and the arrival of the massively improved GPT-4 in March 23. The interfaces are changing, the prompts we use to communicate are shifting around and new mind-bending use cases are discovered every single day. It's almost impossible to keep up with the best practices as they evolve daily too. I personally 80-20 this. I check in regularly with the newest developments, but I don't waste time on just staying on the edge. I have more pressing things to do, and I recommend not over-investing your time into this either, because the speed at which the landscape changes is a problem. We cannot build long-term businesses on constantly fluctuating technology. Sure, we can exploit this massive surge of interest right now, and some people do, but nobody enjoys building a business that lasts a few months before another quantum leap makes it obsolete. So, is all lost? Should we just ignore this business opportunity as bootstrappers? Well, let's see. There is one massive benefit to ChatGPT. It is a platform that drastically lowers the barrier to entry and empowers non-technical founders to build incredibly complex software prototypes. But there is also an extremely problematic drawback to ChatGPT. It is a platform that drastically lowers the barrier to entry and empowers non-technical founders to build incredibly complex software prototypes. Same deal. Let's dive into the dual nature of each point of this argument here. It lowers the barrier to entry. Even at its current early incarnation, ChatGPT will happily converse with you about the steps you need to take to come up with business ideas or validate them in your market of choice and how to turn them into a sustainable business. All these steps the machine knows because It has read all the books and articles on the subject, and it can tell you it's never been easier to get up to speed on what to do to get started. The problem here, ChatGPT has this very conversation right now with another eager founder-to-be, probably a couple hundred people at the same time right now. It's becoming easier for everyone. It also makes software prototypes incredibly easy to build. Now, no code made prototyping very easy already, but ChatGPT might even remove that abstraction. It will speed up prototyping even more. An example? I don't know how to code Swift. I mean, I know how to code, but Swift on macOS, I I don't know that. But I wanted to build a little tool that would automatically back up my SD cards whenever I plugged them into my Mac. I asked ChatGPT to help me write the code for this tool. And line by line, the AI told me where to download Xcode, how to create a new project, and then fed me exactly what code to put into which file. 15 minutes later, I clicked Run, and I had a working version of what I wanted. Now, I'm a developer and I grasp these things quickly. I could swiftly take it from here and add in-app purchases to turn this into a business or something like that, but even a non-coder can reach that prototype stage within hours real products, not just pitch decks. ChatGPT is powerful, so expect competition even earlier than before. And it's also a platform. Building on top of ChatGPT, using either its API or building plugins for it, is a massive opportunity for first movers and creates an equally massive platform risk over time. You'll probably get a lot of attention when you're the first to build a particularly powerful AI-powered tool, but expect it not to last for too long. Between competitors eating into your profits and OpenAI being in complete control of just how much, and if at all, you can use their interfaces, you're constantly exposed to more risk than if you could run an AI like this on your own infrastructure, and we'll talk about that later, but monetize accordingly charge upfront instead of over time, diversify as much as you can and actively watch open-source implementations to see if you can spin them up yourself as a backup or alternative should you ever be deplatformed. This is sobering. Maybe AI isn't a good fit for bootstrappers after all. Here's the way out. Make AI an ingredient, not a dish. AI as a feature will be the more sensitive, long-term perspective for bootstrappers rather than built on AI. If using an AI system improves your overall product, it becomes less of a liability and more of an amplification engine. Not everything needs to be AI-based either, not all work is smart, and some things benefit from simplicity and clear structures, which can traditionally be accomplished by straightforward software tools. Now, how would you then evaluate this situation? What is AI suitable for and when should it be avoided? The answer is context. Your product solves a specific problem among the many, many challenges that your customers have. Every software product is part of a specific workflow. Sales data goes in, a PDF report comes out. An unedited video file goes in, a ready to upload transcript and a download link to a subtitle file come out. Your product is a value transformer. And anything that helps it transform the inputs into the outputs better is a good place to be enhanced by AI. But if you have to train your customers to use a new feature just because it contains AI, completely outside their existing workflow too, you're reducing their overall value perception of your product. Even if you think this new feature is great and will revolutionize how people work, you won't likely convince more than a few early adopters to change the way they work. And that's all right when you're just starting out. It's kind of how most businesses try to get into the door somewhere. But any sustainable business operates through sustainable practices. So, understanding the value flow around your product's real world use is way more important than slapping the AI powered sticker on the box. But no matter if you integrate AI into your product or just keep building traditional software, ChatGPT will be a helpful co programmer. Its capacity to write code is just as impressive as its skill at composing compelling headlines, convincing articles, and even clever jokes. When you pair up with a conversational AI, all writing will be much easier, which means you should most definitely write, or start writing if you're not already. Founders benefit immensely from communicating with their peers and customers through the written word. ChatGPT is a powerful catalyst for those of us who generally shy away from writing, because we're not used to it. And it has gotten really, really good at writing. So good that it's already taking the jobs of experienced writers, particularly in the freelance field. If a free AI tool can do that, not integrating it into your writing routine feels almost negligent. Sure, you should never use its output verbatim, but it can be an amazing brainstorming tool early in the process. And that, I believe is its actual superpower. It might not be good at math, and it comes up with things that are entirely untrue, but the conversational nature of this AI system will make it a widely used companion for all kinds of activities. Obviously, copywriters will use it for fresh content ideas, that's what everybody's doing right now, but you will find a version of ChatGPT that will find its way into doctor's offices, therapists, couches, and all over the fitness industry. We will see judicial applications just as much as there will be salespeople asking ChatGPT for the perfect pitch for that one person just before they walk up to that person's front door. It will be everywhere. And those things tend to be very hard to contain. It will leak into everything. We're already experiencing ChatGPT taking over the world by storm, and not just the business world. Over the recent Easter holidays, several of my peers reported chatting about ChatGPT with their non-technical relatives. I did a poll on Twitter, it's like 45% of people talked about this over Easter. And their relatives already knew about it before. It's seeping into the professional world and the private world as well. And there's a different kind of leaking happening here too. The actual technical implementation and the weights of the LLAMA model, or most simply the code and configuration behind a research version of conversational AI like ChatGPT, have been leaked. And that spurred a massive avalanche of open source implementations. And once the cat's out of the bag, people will jump at the chance to build things and use them for themselves. We will see this accelerate even further. Some projects have even been built and released into the open source world voluntarily, like OpenAI's Whisper. That's a tool that generates preliminary captions and transcripts for this very show as well. I use that AI tool for my own content. So once people have the tools to train their own language models, we will see something else that's super interesting. We'll see a Cambrian explosion of AI diversity. have AI systems exclusively trained on decades of content from one particular community forum. Researchers will expose inherent biases stemming from how we select training data and then figure out ways to unbias the AIs of the future. It's going to be wild. And this development will be crucial to AI adoption. We need to move AI systems from centralized services, such as open AI server clusters where ChatGPT and GPT-4 and all these things currently reside, towards the edge our phones, our tablets, and our home computers. AI needs to be usable offline, and it needs to be air-gapped to the device that it's being used on. Otherwise, privacy regulators will make it unusable, and rightfully so. We had an incident already, Samsung employees recently leaked trade secrets by using ChatGPT for their work tasks. And no business will take this lightly. Unless we can be absolutely sure that our inputs remain out of the hands of tech giants, we will see these tools banned swiftly. First, in corporations and then through regulation country-wise. They are too alluring not to be regulated. But once we can run a full ChatGPT on our phone, AI will allow for privacy-sensitive use cases. Businesses will run an on-premise version where business-critical confidential data is actively fed into the system to then train models that can automatically suggest business strategies and onboard new employees and detect inefficiencies in a way, that makes the models themselves a valuable item, not just the data. AI model protection will be a job. I can already imagine this James Bond movie where the villain is trying to steal the model so that they can be one step ahead of the Secret Service which uses AI for threat detection stories right themselves, almost literally at this point. We'll see models for all kinds of specific use cases pop up, and this will strongly affect the meaning of expertise as well. The more AIs are trained on what's already out there, the more general expertise will be absorbed into the AI systems of the future. What's left for the human experts are all the non-generalizable things. You will become even more of a niche subject matter expert if you want to be able to provide more than ChatGPT and its successors can provide. Dive into your niche, nerd out without restraint. If AI systems have to appeal to a general public, well then you must lean into the not-so-general public of your fellow niche inhabitants. As you can probably tell, I'm quite optimistic about this. Other voices, like Les Wrongs' Eliezer Yutkowski, are terrified of the AI systems of the future, and they have solid arguments to be cautious. Realistically, we could debate AI's usefulness and ethical implications for weeks. And during those weeks, researchers will have made great strides forward towards better models and clever entrepreneurs will have leveraged that technology to build something meaningful that others are willing to pay for. So focus, right? don't let yourself be dragged away from the pragmatic nature of these tools right now because of all the hype or your staunch dismissal of all things AI, it's not worth to take a stance here. If you're annoyed by AI because everyone is talking about it, well, you should ask yourself why this is such an important topic. Because not all hype is unfounded, particularly when it's not just something abstract, the tool is right here. You can use it, literally, to write a book about anything that you're interested in within a few hours. That is significant. If you ever wanted to give in to your FOMO, this might be the best time to do it. Learn how to use ChatGPT for yourself and your business. AI will stick around, and if you understand it, well, so will you. And that's it for today. Thank you to Listening for the Bootstrap Founder, and thank you to Pinto Financial for sponsoring this episode. You can find me on Twitter at avidkahl, A-R-V-I-D-K-A-H-L. You will find my books, my Twitter course there as well. If you want to support me and the show, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, get the podcast and your podcast player of choice, and leave a rating and a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash founder. Any of this will really help the show. So thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.